Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, this is part seven. Part seven of the series, We Are More Than Just a Petri Dish. Uh, just to kind of review a little bit, um, part one and two, we talked about how we are the X factor when it comes to any infectious disease, any interaction with our internal and external environment. Yes, the uh, pathogen is very important, but how strong is our immune system? How weak is our immune system? You know, have we seen this before? So those are, are some big variables that have to be contended with. We talked about how viruses drift and shift their genetic material to either uh, become more pathogenic and more infectious or become, you know, less pathogenic and less infectious. And you can have a very infectious pathogen that is not very uh, pathogenic, very deadly. Um, That happens all the time. Just think of the common cold or, you know, the four common coronavirus is the cause. The common cold, rhinovirus, RSVB, enterovirus, you know, those, those are, they're not going to wipe you out um, unless you're already weak. So they're very infectious. You know, your little uh, first grader comes home from school with a cold, the whole family might get it. It's very infectious, but it's not pathogenic. It's not very brutal. You're not going to die from it unless grandma is already sick. And then we talked about how symbiosis and how... Um, biologically everything is used by the human body for success now success does not mean your grades in school or you know did you virtue signal you know the right political group and say the right thing this has to do with evolution and you know evolution predates all the political parties you know, for mammals, we go back back about 40 million years. For humans, we go back at least five to six million years. I'm a, I'm a six million, uh, 6.2 million uh, guy for the hominids when we dropped out of trees and started walking around. So, you know, for six million years, you know, whatever traits we haven't adapted to, guess what? That doesn't get passed on because you don't get to procreate. You don't get to move on. Your gene line, your your genetic legacy gets to stop. So we talked about that a little bit and how creatures, you know, use each other in this beautiful dance called life. And that includes viruses. That includes even ones you think are bad. Um, eventually, the human body will use, you know, a nasty virus and build up its immune system. So when a nastier one comes by, you have some cross some cross immunity. We know that's how coronaviruses work with all the cross immunity from OC43 and like 229E, which of course you will never see in mainstream media. Um, You know, obviously because they want to teach you their science, which is incomplete, lacking, and doesn't follow uh, the basic natures of scientific theory, critical thinking, and the null hypothesis. So then we talked about, you know, how we communicate, um, how viruses and cells communicate each other. And guess what? Just recently, another research article came out this week. So I'm ahead of the curve again on um, how we have glycolysated uh, RNA on our cell membrane surfaces for communication with the immune system. Amazing, amazing stuff. And I talked about that in uh, 
part four. I'm glad that I'm ahead of the curve as usual. Then in part five and part six, we talked about things you can do. What factors can you control in your health and your life? And then, of course, in part six, we talked about uh, paleovirology, paleobacteriology, and how over millions of years, how we've adapted in, and how viruses adapt, how, you know, if we have a pretty pathogenic uh, virus, we just incorporate that into our genes so we can pass down needed information and have a genetic legacy that keeps that killer from becoming a killer again. So that's amazing stuff. Now, in part seven, I kind of wind it, want to wind it down. We'll move on to other things after this and just talk about, uh, you know, the new normal, you know, virtue signaling in my screwed up off-the-cuff weird views you know I, I swim upstream it, it appears and uh, I thought I would just vent a little bit I was uh, about to open my laptop like I am now and yell into my uh, my laptop and one of my patients came in early um, I'm here at the clinic about an hour early on a Wednesday um, getting ready for uh, my wife's graduation from midwifery school and uh, this gentleman came in, and we, we took care of him. But, you know, I, we were just talking a little bit about the end of mask wearing, you know, everywhere but uh, the cities of St. Paul and Minneapolis. The rest of Minnesota, you can go free. But, uh, obviously, COVID-19 doesn't cross Larpendure Avenue when you're in Roseville, um, you know, going into St. Paul. You can't you cross that street, and COVID's everywhere. Um, and we talked about some of the nonsensical uh, mitigation means because it doesn't follow biology, at least the biology I learned. And uh, we talked a little bit about that, you know, how this is the 68th, the 68th week of the two-week uh, period to flatten the curve. And we started joking about it and said, yeah, it's amazing how they can get away with all these little lies and moving the goalposts. And people just sit there and take it and, you know, it comes from, one, having a pandemic, lack of biological knowledge. This pandemic has nothing to do with COVID-19. It totally has to do with people don't understand biology. They don't even know how their own bodies work, um, much less how a virus works, much less how a coronavirus works. I think it's a beta coronavirus. It's in that subgroup family. And uh, they have no clue how this uh, subspecies of uh, coronaviruses work. And that's okay, you know, you, you keep up and you do what you, you want, but it's amazing how everyone now is an expert according to what CNN says. And I'm like, wow, if I went to your work, you know, say you make lasers or you are an electronic technician or a computer um, guy or you run a jackhammer, um, would you let me take over your job? Would you listen to me as your boss if I got all my information on CNN about how to run a jackhammer, now you laugh. But that's exactly how I feel every day about uh, what's going on with the coronavirus. You know, it's like, uh, dude, you've never seen these. You never talked about these. I, you know, my first textbook on coronaviruses is from 1987. It's a PDF on this, uh, this laptop. And I remember reading that back in undergrad. And I'm like, wow, I could do this. This is kind of cool, part of my cell biology curriculum. And I was like, yeah, I, I want to study more viruses. 
and you know it was an easily manipulated um, virus you know since then we've you know done some interesting things and yes they've patented and made hybrids or chimeric um, coronaviruses and I know that uh, th I knew some things were going wrong because initially over a year ago you know just say 16 months ago when I started sprout spouting about this stuff I, I just thought everyone was dumb. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I just thought they were just dumb. This is silly. Um, no, they don't work this way. And when the data started coming out of Europe, who was getting sick, why they were getting sick, and they were all shut down, I'm like, um, this information, we have how to deal with this, how to treat it, how to prevent it. Had nothing to do with mitigation, six-foot distancing or masks. Um, and I said, you know, these are the drugs that work. Here's some vitamins. These people are vitamin deficient, which will make your immune system weak if you're not getting normal vitamins and nutrients. My God. I mean, that's just common sense. So, you know, I said, okay, you have some sickly, weak people. And this weakness um, is causing their immune system to let this bug ran, this run rampant on them. And I'm like, wow, this, we're getting this information. And none of it was coming out. How come I'm reading it, but none of it's coming out? And then they say, oh, you know, thousands and thousands. In Minnesota, they said, no matter if we mitigate or not, 22,000 people are going to die. If we do nothing, 77,000 Minnesotans will die. Well, no, we're a year and a half into it, and we got about 7,000. So not only are you like 70, 80, 90% off, because they said in July of uh, 2020, uh, 22,000 people were going to die. And I think there's like 1,000 at that time. And they were so flipping off. I just couldn't believe it that nobody held them to account. The PowerPoints that showed those numbers that were talked about live on TV are still on the Minnesota Department of Health website. And it just blows my mind. It's like, and people look like me, like I'm crazy. I said, did you read the PowerPoints? Do you remember what the governor said? Um, you know, he's changed his tune or lied to us like seven or eight times on camera. And I said, this is documents he signed. And it's, it makes no sense. I'm paying attention. I'm woke. I'm totally wide awake. And not that I'm against vaccines or against this. It's like this isn't about, you know, controlling a society. It's just about science. And you got to do your work. You got to do your research. And no one was doing it. It was it was like a herd mentality of lemmings going off the cliff. And I'm like, I'm not a small rodent in the Arctic. Um, I actually pay attention. And if a politician is going to say they their experts told them this. I know their experts are other politicians because no good scientists like hi hiding out with politicians. The expert on a coronavirus, I said it before, is Ralph Barrick out of uh, North Carolina. He's made chimeric um, coronaviruses. He's all written up in PubMed. He is the man. And why aren't we hearing from him? Why aren't we hearing from him what he thinks? Oh, just recently, he's been silent for 16 months. He put out an editorial saying we need to look for the origins of where this came from. Wow, that's, that's great coming from the greatest uh, mind when it comes to coronaviruses of our time right now in 2021, May. So if he's the man, why aren't we hearing more from him? Why aren't we interviewing him? Why isn't he on CNN, Good Morning America, every flipping day? He's not. 
And then I got to thinking, you know what? We're just going to live our lives and be successful. So we continued to work out, do those things. When they closed things down, we just went to things that were open. We crossed the border in Wisconsin and did a lot over there. You know, was that not working? We went to beaches. We went to forests. And we did all those things. It's amazing. We have friends and family who, you know, they stayed home and they wore masks and they were careful. And three or four of them in the household got coronavirus and the others didn't and that's that's amazing um yeah and i've been tested multiple times all negative and i don't have the antibodies and damn it i had to have my blood check for that i mean i'm trying to get it i'm i'm interested to see what this fight would be put the weight on the bar and let me try to lift it i'm interested um my t-cells must be too potentiated for it which makes sense because i get a lot of dry hacky coughs um and colds through the year, and it's always that dry, hacky cough, which is probably OC43 or 229E. Um, so I have a lot of probably cross-immunity in my T-cells. So, you know, I have a skewed view. My wife has a skewed view. She graduates midwifery school Saturday, and, you know, she helped participate, catch, assist, all the things uh, midwifery students do. Um you know, 75, 80 births since the pandemic began. Her view is you know, this is incredible life that's going on and how incredible, you know, the the world is and life and this beautiful thing called biology. Um, we continued and we won and lifted and won the world championships. I rehabilitated a bad shoulder through all this. They just came back from surgery with, you know, six screws in it. And, you know, bench 500 pounds on it. That's great. Um, squatted 854 for a Masters American record um, last August of 2020. Um, we had to go to South Dakota because, of course, you know, coronavirus wasn't there. It's interesting. The mass mandate is lifted and we're having a lot more deaths and stuff. And that's hardly ever covered. It's not covered in the news. Maybe we should go up or, or down. What is going on? I just have a skewed view. It's not a denial view. It's not an anti-vaxxer view. I know what mRNA can do to you. I know that we use it for gene therapy. And if you have an astroglioma and it's a six-year-old, God bless it, go try it. Um, but for a cold, and I'm talking to the kids, for grandma, those overweight, those whose ACE2 receptors are janky, this could be dangerous. Yes, yes, yes. You know, we had 7,000 deaths there's usually 2,500 to 3,000 deaths year in, year out in Minnesota from upper uh, respiratory infections. 44,000 a year die in Minnesota from all causes. That is our vital statistics, which, of course, they are not even talking vital statistics, so you don't even know what to compare it to. 7,000 deaths. So? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not even, we're not even going to double the deaths that are usually in Minnesota. That it would take to 88,000 and half of them would be like cancer, heart attack, stroke, natural causes, you know, people driving like idiots on highway 94 like they do now through the construction zone. Um those those are accounted for. We didn't even get close. Not even close. So the numbers predicted, if you look through the all the numbers and the scaling done in the Minnesota predict predictive model um, all four versions I've gone through all four versions and even the most up-to-date one is so incorrect with what really happened 
they predicted it so wrong. And that's okay when it comes to weather. You can say, yep, you know, it's going to be a sunny day in 70 and we get a stormy day in 65. That doesn't ruin your business. Your business that, you know, you spent your entire life building up, your whole family building up. Um, taking kids out of school. We have a wrecked freaking generation um, because for a year and a half, we scared them from even interacting with each other. And now they're going back to school and they don't even know how to interact. This is, this is what, you know, when you make these decisions, you better be damn sure that you know your biology. That's why it's so important. And uh, the spring of 2013, I believe I was in Omaha um, teaching at the Nebraska Chiropractic Physicians Annual Convention. And I got up and started talking about shifting and jumping and, you know, examples of C viruses and swine flu and, and how this could be manipulated by, you know, the, uh, the public or the government to, uh, you know, control you a little bit, to, to change our views on things. And people just were mad because I was cussing because I was so angry and passionate about uh, what was going on in research. They were doing a lot of GOF, and I didn't hit people over the head with GOF research, but they were doing a lot of uh, GOF research um, to date in that spring of 2013 and manipulating, creating a lot of these. Well, you know what's interesting, you know, from the, the uh, article, bioinformatic an analysis indicates SARS-CoV-2 is unrelated to known artificial um, coronaviruses. That came from the European Review of Medical and Pharmaceutical Sciences. Um, starts on page 4558 of the uh, um, 2020 version, and that would be volume 24. You guys can rewind this a few times if you're looking for it. But I just cut and paste the list of all the patent patents, that means created, um, coronavirus, artificial ones at the time. And guess what? It, I got bounced on Facebook. You're putting out false information. I'm like, it's straight from the article, cut and paste. Now, I didn't tag the article on there because I figured they, you know, I don't have to do that, that they would do their own research. So Facebook actually put incorrect information out there. Shocking. But there's lots of them. I'm looking at all of them right now, patented coronaviruses. And um, I'm just going to keep that by my side because does it matter whether it was created in lab or not? But it's like, why would you want to control the media and social media with lies and, uh, you know, pull something off that was totally correct, cut and paste right from a research article explaining that, you know, COVID-19 wasn't made in the lab? Because um, they went through all the ones we have made in the lab and said, nope, it's not related, it's not related, it's not related. So, you know, that's actually, you know, feeds their narrative, whatever that craziness may be. But because it listed in the body of the article um, all the patented coronaviruses, that, that had to be false. Um, Dumbasses, we've been making these things for a while. Just ask Dr. Ralph down in, uh, in North Carolina. Pay attention. Stay woke. Well, most people aren't when it comes to their bodies. They, I have a skewed view. Oh, excuse me. I'm having a little coffee here. I have a skewed view. I was, um, my office is about oh, 300 yards, 400 yards from a McDonald's. 
and uh, all the fast food, McDonald's, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, whatever you have, they, you know, they've been busy as hell through this pandemic. No one's talking about eating better to build up your immune system. No one's talking about, um, you know, let's get stronger physically, mentally, spiritually through all this. No one's doing that besides me and a handful of others that I consider ninjas. But I want you to think about something. And, and maybe, this, maybe this will strike home. You know, think about something. Is this the new, you know, virtue signaling or is this the new participation award? You know, that everyone, if we dumb down all our immune systems, we go through that we have the same fear because it's not fair that you're stronger than someone else, which makes no sense. Like, no, that's the way life works. I don't run either, you know, and I don't speak Mandarin, but that I don't consider that losing or winning. That is your skill you're good at. You know, my skills are different. That's what makes life beautiful. And when we share all these positive skills, we talked about uh, communication, when we share all these traits and behaviors, the next generation gets stronger and the next generation gets stronger. That's why we need a mixing of all these behaviors and traits. So the greatest participation award in virtue signaling shouldn't be weakness. It shouldn't be fear. It should be celebrate those winners who maybe didn't get it, who went through it, who weren't scared of it. Why aren't you scared of it? Can you tell us? And we need to study those people. The people that got it barely felt any symptoms and two days later were talking in front of a a crowd of 30,000. There's a lot that we could study with this. But we seem to be studying the losers. And I'm not saying, you know, just study the winners. You got to study the losers too. But you should know why they lost. Because they had, they were overweight. They had high blood pressure. Their ACE2 receptors were screwed up. They had some underlying health problem. And by the way, I'm tired of people saying, oh, they were totally healthy. Really? What's your definition of health? Well, they were skinny. They were 90 pounds and they ran. Did they have low blood pressure? Well, yeah. Oh, this is a real case in my office. They had low blood pressure. That's not normal. You're not supposed to be low or high. You're supposed to be normal. NL, normal. Normal. That means your ACE2 receptors are normal. Her ACE2 receptors are working too well. That's why it's too low. That's why she passes out. She needs to eat a sandwich. Okay? She's not healthy. So, again... You know, you can't see your ACE2 receptors. You can't see your underlying immune system. So what are you doing to develop it? What are you doing to build it up? You know what? This has been the longest two weeks ever. We're into the 68th week, I believe, of the two-week trial here to uh, lockdown to flatten the curve. And quite honestly, it's getting old. And what's coming out bit by bit, slowly, are those people that are going to be successful no matter what life throws at them. And those are the people, thank God, that evolution and natural selection will allow to carry on the human race for the better. And this has been another fact podcast.